A podcast? All about the curse of Oak Island? Fans around the world say yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to the Oak Island podcast. This is a labor of love for us. I am Jer. I'm here with Billy and Mikey, my cougars, my friends, my homies from high school. And of course, we are sticking in the state and following some Lagina boys who have traveled the world, globe trotters, on over to Nova Scotia. And of course, we're catching them on the curse of oak island we're talking the penultimate season 10 episode 24 we're going down the hatch drinking time i'm going for a drink crown time as i said the oak island podcast episode 72 is a labor of love for us and if you love it as much as we do we implore you hit that subscribe button leave us a review do what you can to help us reach the ears of others and also check out our website, theoakislandpodcast.com. You can interact with us on social media. we got a lot of stuff cooking on Facebook, uh, some other avenues on the Google machine, as it were. And, of course, we've got episode pages there. You can listen to the episodes as well as doing so on your favorite podcast platform. But then you can also see some cool rabbit holes, some trivia, some websites that we go down as we follow the Lagina Fellowship on their journey. And I know you guys, this is a time. It's bittersweet this time of year because fall's coming. On Halloween night, the great pumpkin rises out of the pumpkin patch. We, of course, love the season changes here in Michigan. That's that's part of Michigan, so we're kind of used to this death, rebirth, new things to look forward to. And, of course, I'm looking forward to jawboning about our show with you guys. Mikey, how are you, and what are you drinking? All right, boys, we're getting down there, final two. Ready to do this. Thank you, Jared, for the good intro. Like you said, like and subscribe. It does help us. Like and subscribe. Like well, and- tonight I went back to the state of Michigan. I stayed at home. All right. It's been said before. I've had it before. I've even been criticized before for this. Are you going to be criticized right now? Yeah. Well, Founders All Day IPA. That's what's going down the hatch tonight. Daddy Eddie. There he is. The man. The legend. The, yep. The the. Old Bertha's back. <sighs> Steady Eddie. So, yeah, it's going down the hatch, though, so that's what matters. Good beer. Great beer. Yeah, I've seen tell you her, drinking them. Tell her not to come around here anymore. Ah, right. Yeah. You know, what's, Billy, uh, what's up? What yeah. do you what do you sip, sip, sip in? Oh. So, Jared, you already said the word. I said it for the Oak Island podcast listeners. Tonight is season 10, episode 24. There's two left down the hatch. But I said it last week's episode at the end. The word penultimate. It is one of my favorite words out there. Every time I hear it, it's like penultimate. It's fun to say. You can't just say the second to last or we only got two left, even though we have. The penultimate makes it seem like. I just love the word penultimate. 
So tonight's penultimate and a, episode. A lot of people mistakenly think it's the last. Of right. Right. It sounds like it would last. be. Right. It's like one of those other words that's you can say bi-weekly, meaning two weeks, is every fortnight also means every two weeks. So it's one of, I just love some of those. I didn't uh, know that. What about, what, what if you graduate second in your class, what's that called? A dream? <laughs> I don't know. Kuma Salutatorian? Salutatorian. Salutatorian. Yeah. Yeah. They were generally on the first page of all the graduation ceremonies. I'm I wasn't friends with those guys. Yeah. I don't right. know that. You know, yeah. something to aim for. Tonight, though, let me tell you real quick here, Wiz. We do have the penultimate episode two left this is season what's, 10 what's jay what's jay drinking i haven't even told you what i'm drinking yet you don't even oh. want to hear what i've got to say <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't he doesn't even want to know how you I, are norway well, wow. i thought that was i thought that this. already happened how I, about your penultimate comment you just made here because i'm yeah. about to cut you off <laughs> my bad and you got a conversation going with each other now well, explain to me what you put that thing down can I tell you, please, as I will, I guess, talking too much here, <laughs> doesn't want to hear what I have to drink. As we wrap up season 10, I hope there's going to be a season 11. So my percent on the beer I'm drinking tonight is an 11 percenter. The numbers all go to 11. Look. Right across the board, oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps go up to 10. Hey, oh, okay. We're going the Dragon's Ooh. Milk, New Holland oh. Brewing Company. Oh, boy. That's good. Now, I can't have, I can have maybe two. Like, uh, uh, you know, it's a great one to have with a cigar after like Ooh. a smoky meal or something. I, I can't house that many, though. But I, d- delicious Billy, beer. Yeah, I saw it. And I'm trying to, you know, hey, 11%, this is season 10. And I went for it. And definitely, I don't know how the comments are going to be at the end of tonight's episode. (laughs) But Mikey is such in a rush to hear what you're drinking, Jaron. Yeah. You are tonight. Let's go ahead and hear it before we go down the hatch. I'm just giving it back to when I I usually have to uh, deal with it. I don't want to bury the headline here because Billy, the Dragon's Milk is a great one to sit and have. Uh, oh, uh, Liga Nevada, I believe, is the name of the cigar. Well, so I like the beer you are drinking. That is New Holland Dragon's Milk, and it goes well with the Liga Privada. Excuse me, a Liga Privada number nine. If anybody's listening from the Drew Estates, I really want you to bring back a lot of the number nines you used to offer. <laughs> there was the, I think it was the Nasty Fritas that might have not been a number nine, but there was definitely uh, a few, the Corona, the Petite Corona that they don't make anymore. Oh, I love those. And having a New Holland boy with one of those, uh, you're sitting on top of a mountain, let me tell you. <laughs> hang on, it's hang a on nice just a second. Hey, dear, can you return the four cases of number 12? I got the wrong number. Go ahead. All right. I, sorry about that. What was it? Oh. The number seven's good? The number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number yeah. nine. But sorry. apparently, which we is interesting, up. from Drew Estates, uh, they, they stopped making them is because all of the rollers were smoking them, and they were running out of this. So now <laughs> they make, I believe it's called Undercrown, which is a little cheaper version that 
they basically had to make, I think, because of the rollers. It's a really interesting story. If anybody wants to know, you can, you can check it out. Liga Pravada. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, something like they were making a cigar so good that the rollers were like, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they had to change the, the leaf they were using. It's a good story. They're, I believe they are soaked in cherry juice. At least the number nines were. Ask can't, the employees. Ask the employees. Yeah. yeah, you can't taste yeah. the cherries. Really sweet. Love good pillage. with dragon's milk. But I have rambled enough to quote led zeppelin sort of lee rambling on all right I here it comes drinking. for you ready well i'm drinking one of i've had before the new new belgium had a lot of theirs had the voodoo ranger <laughs> but this is the voodoo ranger juice force so it is their double ipa yes i am Liking that one, and I certainly am liking where Oak Island has been. We've complained sometimes, guys, that uh, there was some filler. Uh, it wasn't as hot. You know, <laughs> some of these shows, I am really liking where the season's going. And, you know, I can't wait to talk about tonight and then to see what happens on the final. So I am yeah. all at Twitter. Let's go. Let's go. I'm looking forward to this. Season 10, episode 24, down the hatch. Just to confirm the penultimate episode. Lot number five, big mystery, 13-foot diameter hole is taking up a lot of time at this point for late in season 10. So Uh, totally, they better have some good updates going on here, okay? They're talking about it a lot. So I think if they don't, that dog don't hunt no more. On the hatch being brought up also. We mm. got some 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 swamper hits with Gary D before the season ends. What did he get in under the wire tonight? Let's talk on that. And Garden Shaft bingo time. Finally, G1, G10. I don't care. We got a bingo in a garden shaft, a tunnel perhaps confirmed as it appears in this season 10, episode 24, down the hatch. We gentlemen, listening audience around the globe, we're so close to the end here. Many things have happened so far in this season. One of the important points I recall a wise old guy said about this type of season that we just experienced, said it. About just this type of season. You know what he said? Here's what he said. Imagination. Imagination was given to man to compensate him for what he is not. And a sense of humor to console him for what he is. So, let's go. Take your dad joke comment from last week. Yeah, you switched it up. Yeah, that was nice. That you know where nice. those wins those wins came from? Sir Francis Bacon. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Draconian. We're coming back to Sir Francis Bacon and old Billy Shakespeare. The road trip crew, though, from Rome over there in Italy. War room updates first off. Rick, Alex, Dougie, everybody's back on the island. Trip is done. Peter and Craig calling in 
they have a nice review of the trip again when they were tooling around in the tunnels of Italy in the churches, the tunnels all over the place. So nice little update here to start off the episode. Good trip. They do recap again. Alex had the big dinger. Yeah, the big trip. decipher. His uh, his little adventure there and his drawing capabilities and his symbol identification jump on the HO stone on Oak Island. Again, though, that HO stone, I think we said it on last week's episode, that thing was blown up front of the podcast. Robert Clotworthy confirms just because they thought gold was literally under the HO stone. So they blew this stone up and there's a little fragment left as those who are familiar with this adventure on the Oak Island podcast and, and the show. There's a little remnant, right, that looks like an H and an O on a stone that could have been part of a larger uh, carving or inscription on this rock that was blown up years and years ago. But in this season, Alex starts making his little drawings there and says uh, there could be an H-O stone connection they just saw in Italy over to Oak Island. Yeah, he deciphers that uh, code from the pillar in the in the church. I think it was last week also, Jerry, you said like the whole, like, uh, the glasses that they used in National Treasure, you know, looking at it through a different lens. I like that. I was thinking about that this past week on that comment. And, you know, I like it. Alex threw a curveball out there. Who knows if it was show set up, but I kept looking for these glasses this week to find all these different clues around the house. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, you know, a little sign. Hey, there's this Templar image, the square and compass. Put on your lenses in this case your templar lenses to see what you can see and just like in national treasure flip down the red on the benjamin franklin map certain things popped up then you flip down the other the green lens and then different things popped up so that is life is it not depending on our vantage point how we see something you and i might see the same thing but from my lens i see something different and through the templar lens if you look at the hic you might just see some familiar iconography from Oak Island, but that would be the H here. And then you have the cross with the dots, which is a Templar sign. And then if you connect the C to the O, put a dot in it, could be gold. gold. Templar gold. If you're looking at it through the right lens. Is there a, is there a Bobby, is there a Bobby Dazzler lens? Ooh. I'd like some Bobby Dazzler lens. I'm going to keep those lenses in my, those glasses in my top pocket. Right. The garden shaft where Mr. Roger 14 from Dumas Contracting is jumping right into the whole updates here in this episode with Tree Cabin. Mr. Charles Barkhouse, I like to call him now, because of last week's episode when he went down first into the garden shaft or sudden money pit called, he's Mr. Charles Big Boots Underground Barkhouse. (laughs) Yeah, he is. You know, real quick. Yes, sir. You know what I just realized? No. Cool hand Terry. Why isn't he involved in any of these uh garden shaft uh searches? The guy's been through plenty of dirt on his hands, literally. I mean, he knows the money pit area basically better than anyone. Do they have a chain that goes that far underground? I don't yeah, he might be still over at a uh a sorting table somewhere. Yeah, I don't well, know. In in all fairness, he's what the soil expert, right? He is Where- Indeed, you know, they they have different expertise here, and so he might not exactly be the first one down to recognize things that were recorded in Oak Island history. He's the one that's there to 
with the lens of a you know soil reader. He has a right. different lens. Is it disturbed? Right? Is it not disturbed? Yeah. I would like to say on that comment, thank you. Love it. So Scotty Barlow and Mr. Charles Barkhouse are here. Weather's closing in. They need to hit the hurry up button here. They're 90 foot down. Put a casing down there possibly, but they really want to try to punch through and find this tunnel somewhere around the 94, 95 foot level. And, you know, they said Charlie goes down there, Charlie Tree Cabin, and he has the quote unquote training. Big boots. Marty was going to get his training. I'm just curious. What? How long do you think the training? I This is not a trivia question. I'm just jawboning here. Yes. How long do you think that that training is for them to go down hole? And what might it consist of? Are we talking a five minute kind of a deal? Hey, this end up, this end down, don't get hit in the head. Or do you think it's kind of extensive? Wait, before you answer that, Mike's, uh, your non-disclosure is only pertinent to block and tackle. So you can answer this question. Thank you. I was, I wasn't good. I was going to, you beat me to it. Okay. My right. expertise. Uh, Lock does and not tackle come in, equipment. Yep. It does not come into question here. Okay. Go but ahead. typically training for that, I would say is about 90 minutes to 120 minutes. I was going to say probably a half a day, like a morning, right? You show up, right. you get some donuts. Right. Dumas get, brought the donuts. You get the right. donuts, the coffee. We got to mm. talk for 30 minutes, do introductions, waste of time. Everybody already knows each other. And then. Watch a video. Someone probably cracks a dad joke. By noon, we're there. But do you think, it's hardly ever referenced, this episode, this show always starts, starts off with uh, the curse. Uh, what is it? Seven have died. There needs to be one more, however many. Is right. Six have died. How, there needs to be one more before the curse is revealed. Do you think that's in the back of his mind as he's going 90 feet down, probably signing liability papers if something falls on your head? Right. You know, we are not responsible for your death. I'm sure there's a, a clause, something for like sure. that in there. Do you think that's on his mind at all? Yes. It would be on my mind, especially when... I think when Barkhouse went down there and you look back up yeah. and you're like, do I see a crack about halfway down? Wait, wait, wait. What yeah, was that? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not doubting Dumas's work, but that point, like um, oh, uh, from history, cabins yeah, do occur and it's not crazy for some chaos to happen at any time. And you're plus, 90 feet down. Plus his knowledge of all of the, People that have died on the right. island searching, it's definitely in the back of their minds. Piece of a ladder falls or something falls right. He falls 90 feet and hits uh, you the wrong way. Isn't he it's also sinking in on oh, one end? That is he's the, the main curse. investor behind Just, everything. Hello. For as, yeah. for as much as the show played it up, and I mean by playing it up, it's written into the intro and we hear it every week. It is mm -hmm. not really talked about since season one. Still, I thought I, I was just wondering about the training, and I am sure there was a clause where it had the word death in it, I bet. Yes. And then you're also thinking of the curse. It had to have popped up in his head, I would think. For sure. Dumas ain't covering your death, death. contract. Nope. Yeah. What a contract to sign. Yeah. As they do continue, though, remember, big gold and silver readings have been confirmed around here. They really look like they're going to hit something at this point, though, in the episode. And then we jump over to the swamp. 
So they kind of leave us hanging here in the garden shaft as we jump over to the swamp here. And we've got some late season updates for the whole team. We're spending, again, a lot of time on this ramp feature in the swamp. Here was my biggest takeaway, though, out of this update in the swamp. Everybody's looking, and we know the weather's coming in. Everyone's looking a little bit chilly, except for one guy. The friend of the Billy podcast, G. Mr. <laughs> Billy Gerhart, is out there looking like it's 89 degrees yes. at Lake Michigan yeah. with a short yes. t-shirt, loving every minute of it. It's amazing. Loved I wrote it. that down. Billy always in t-shirt and shorts. Everyone else. Always. Not, not only long sleeves, but like jackets, pants, hoods. Oh, they were little shivering. things. Yeah, right. scarves. I'm sure they got some hot pockets in their in their front hand. They're their front not pocket. Billy G. And, no, true not Canadian, Billy G. true Canadian, yeah. right there. Yeah. Some of those guys out there needed coffee in the uh, in the prep tent. Billy G just needed diesel fumes and a t-shirt. Forty five <laughs> yep. degrees. He's good. I love how when when friend of the podcast was on and we were talking, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you can see the crane when they were doing the big drop, yeah. the big dig from from his house. You can see the boom, yeah. yep, from his house. I mean, he wakes right. up feeling it, living it, doing it. That's his coffee. Yep, well. drinks a frig off in the afternoon <laughs> with Laird. I was just telling my wife that story, yes. telling her, "Oh, we're you know we're doing the old count podcast," and telling her, and she's like, "Wow, you sent." Someone from the show, a six pack. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sent Laird Niven a six pack for his birthday. The next pint we have with them is going to be on site over there at the uh, Mug and Anchor home. The Mug and Anchor. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But as we continue in this area, in the swamp, after t-shirts and shorts for some people at the beach, uh, Doctor Spooner confirms the organic matter in this area needs to be aged. So there's the ramp here, trying to get an age going here. But like every good reporter always does. I think this season I was talking about a reporter brick up in the Upper Peninsula. Always on the beat. Always on the beat. Worth the breaking news. In this episode right here, Scotty Barlow suddenly makes a phone call. We take you now to Kermit the Frog for a special report on the storm. Into the swamp. To Rick. There is breaking news updates here. You got to get up to the garden shaft, guys. We got to go back to the garden shaft. Scotty Barlow is saying out of here. So we've gone from garden shaft to swamp. We're going back to the garden shaft here. Love it. He says, get up here to the money pit. I, was gonna say, I don't know where the garden shaft is. I know where the money pit is. Exactly. But, uh, so last week, we just. I'm going to always call it the garden shaft. It's the money pit now. It's the money I pit. I know. Now. I know. I know. I got to get used to that. It's not right, though. I don't and think next it's week, right. it's the treasure vault, baby. Yes. See? Exactly. Well, the big news is here the tunnel has been confirmed at 91 feet. So the team hauls themselves back up to the garden shaft for the tunnel updates here. They send down a probe. It hit wood. Now they're going to send down a sewer camera, they call it, you know, in place here to get some good good visuals. Putting the casing down first, then yep. sinking the screen. And putting a little camera down there so Rick and Marty and Dr. Ian Spooner are on site. They're going to run that casing down, as you say. Eliminates collapse problems. Camera goes down. They see muck, but maybe a slight piece of wood. So they take a decision here. Here's a decision point. They're going to drill here. But 
in order to drill, they need to apply a urethane layer to dry on this site for two days because all this urethane is going to dry. And when they send the next bit down, it's going to assist with grabbing into anything that it could possibly drill into. This is at 91, 92 foot down. This drill is going to start. Yes. And it hits something hard right off the bat. Really doesn't advance. Moves a little bit. They do pull out here. There's a piece of wood on it. but Man, it's like a size of a piece of rice. Yeah, it was, it was tiny. I don't know. I thought I saw one of those guys pull a James Pitt Blotto down there. Right. Ooh. Pocketed uh, uh, that little right there. They said, shiny well, thing. Let's look and see what's on the... Uh, yeah, let me have a look at that. There, yep. And hey, uh, where'd he go? Wh- yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Roger's gone. Roger. <laughs> Time has run out, though. They get this rice-sized piece out of here. They're going to try to date it. They pull the casing out because you know what, guys? Sometimes a couple inches makes a difference of the world. They need a six-inch drill versus the current four-inch auger. I'll say. And that's right. The, di- right, the diameter. Exactly. Of the drill. So tomorrow they're bringing in the six incher. Now, do you see? I thought that the the auger that they had would be able to penetrate through wood. So it seemed like to me, I thought they were hitting like a boulder or something. But I mean, I, I guess the wood back then it could be that strong. I think it's exploratory. You gotta, you gotta what heave ho that thing up and down there. I'm sure the six inch is far more. Robust. More work, more labor, more weight, more time, and you're just doing exploratory holes at this point. Not sure if you're going to hit it, boom, boom, zip, zap, in, out, and then once you do find it, now you're moving on to something bigger. I would kind of guess because I thought the same thing. Like, why not just have that six inch down there right away? Right. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you just dealt with a four incher and you wish you yep. had a six incher. So that's what they got coming. Hashtag truth. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to go back to the swamp, though, because the get we got pulled out of the swamp earlier. Now we're headed back. Huh? Now we're headed back to the swamp. Yeah, because Scotty Barlow made everybody leave. So we're going back to the swamp here. We're not finished here yet because Gary's going to hop into the swamp here before this episode ends. They're spending a lot of time, as we said, looking for this ramp. and, And out of nowhere, Gary pulls a brass door handle and they immediately make the jump here. It could be a vessel door handle, a ship door handle in the swamp, which would go to support the theory that there's a lot of vessel activity in this era. And yeah. I'm sorry, in this area from eras ago. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's a cool find, but they right. would. You think they'd be able to do some testis or laser ablation or Where's this big metallic anomaly? Like, there's that huge right. red area. Yeah. We're getting so sidetracked on the ramp. I the know. Edge mm-hmm. And the stone path. And at one point, I'm not sure who it was, says, quote, fi- I think it was, ah, darn it, um, Alex, I think. Finding the edge, w- finding the edge of the ramp will help us determine what the purpose of the ramp was. Like, Really? If if the ramp ends 14 feet over here, oh, yeah. it's Templar gold. No, no, right. it ends 17 feet over here. Oh, it's the golden menorah then. Like, yeah. how would finding the edge help uh, you determine the purpose of the ramp? I 
I'd I like to move that. on from Stone Pass and yeah, ramps. There's a freaking pathway and a ramp, and it brings you to a, a paved area, a landing area, a ramp, and it allows you to undo cargo, unload cargo, and it brings you to a path and trails that go elsewhere. Boom. It's cool, but does it write the story of the history of what we're what we're doing? Is this like giving us evidence of what really took place there? I, I I get trying to find the area because you want to maybe know and to play devil's advocate. Maybe there is indeed something at the edge. Like maybe sure, sure, you sure, find. Sure. You know, I tell like, you what, though, it, it, we did find that horseshoe that ended up being the oldest horseshoe ever found in Nova Scotia. Yeah, cool. And- but is this like detrimental to the show? Do we need this? Well, all all this, uh, right. you know, like filler, I guess you'd call it. I mean, I'm we're, we're on the twenty fourth episode. But thinking of this, like, would we have maybe found Nolan's Cross, or I'm sorry, right. Drake's Cross? I'm not what I'm searching saying, the yeah. beach. I, I'm with you, but like, yeah. At one hand, I'm frustrated because what does it matter if it ends seventeen feet over there or fourteen feet over there? It's, Nothing. It's not going it, to give us. But to play devil's advocate, sometimes that's when you might find a. Yes. Drayton's Cross or find something unexpected. Like even the horseshoe. You say that like yes. not that big of a deal, and it's not as far as the search. Is I know, concerned. I think it's a huge big deal. Yeah, because I, I saw someone comment on one of the uh threads we had on Facebook, like, oh horse. But if that horseshoe is true and if Carmen Leg is accurate, then that mm-hmm. means there were horses on the island like a hundred right. something years before we ever thought there were. That is kind of huge. So, like, I agree. I see I, both sides. Like, I want to get to the treasure. And I don't. I, I want to find this metallic anomaly. I don't really care where the ramp ends, but at the same time, you never know what you're going to find, and it always unravels a cool story aspect. Something right. to chase. I'm just. What all I'm saying is, we're on the 24th episode. We're still yep. talking Stone right. Pass. It's almost like the Stone Pass and yeah. things finds like that. Yep. Should have their own series because <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah yeah it, let's it they could do going. forty episodes on just the, all the swamp all the time yeah right I'd tune in I, I mean I saw the I'd history channel does have a mountain maybe it's not the history channel but like the mountain men series and alone and that kind of thing on the yeah. history channel yeah. there's its own on like Paramount or something there's its own channel it's like called. Uh, outdoor men or something I, like that. No, well, I thought I saw somewhere like there's just there's an uh, Curse of Oak Island owned channel Ooh. on some. Uh, yeah, I saw it on social media. Whether well, it's true or not, I mean, I who knows these days. Will wonders never cease? Yeah, it lot looked pretty cool, cool though. Lot five. We're going to lot five, boys. Pulling you out of here. Pulling Let's you out of it. swamp. Going to lot Let's five. Let's go. Jack Bagley Laird. Niven, digging away at this mysterious circle-shaped structure. They find a piece of pottery, redware, from the 17th, 18th century. Mr. Clotworthy confirms. Laird pops up another piece of redware. So, could there be a connection? It was this one piece. Who knows? But Jack and Laird both found a piece of redware. Laird's down in the hole, okay? He's down, Jack's up. Laird wants to keep going at this, even though there's snow coming to heck with the snow. He's invested here. It's interesting. All the crew comes out for Laird's update. And for the first time, I'm glad to hear that they're not getting to the bottom of that. Yeah. 
They haven't found it yet. They're going to keep going. Jack Begley makes the connection here, though. It's the hatch on Xena's map that they could be standing in. This 1347 dated map shows this hatch could be on Oak Island uh, from the late Xena Halpern from 2016. We're referencing here, but Jack makes a jump again. We're trying to connect some theories here, and they're standing in the spot. Could this be the, the hatch? hatch? This is turning out to be a, a neat little spot. Once again, where I'm going to say it, oh. Laird knew about this 20 years ago, but he didn't get uh, to dig on it. No, he Robert didn't. Young and, owned it. Yes, well, Robert Young's the one that showed it to him. So why, you know? Well, Robert said, "Don't touch my dirt." Are you sure? You know that for a fact. Did Laird say he had any? prior no archaeology yeah, so no I, so maybe they this just is our like, conversation oh. this is yeah, how yeah. we get to the bottom of things it's because they're like oh it's just a, a cellar or something but yeah, no proper what, work was Sophia's done on it. that's what he originally speculated but wouldn't yeah. it be interesting the official title on the map one of the interpretations as we talked about once before the december triangle i found a different interpretation that said like descent here you know, so there are different interpretations of this French Xena uh, Halpern map, but you know, on the one that we see on the the History Channel, it is technically the hole under the under hatch. The hatch. Yes. So, I'm, what if we're just in the process of, of finding the off, hole? Yeah. What if we just popped off exactly off the back door? It'd be the, the back hatch. door to yep. the money pit, yep. which is sweet. And to me, this just solidifies Xena's map as being legit. A lot of people debunk it, but I think it's great points. Great points. Legit. What I want or what I've focused on here, if Laird Niven, an archaeologist, is in this area and is comfortable with bringing in equipment to move rocks, they're not very significant from a historical aspect or... He's willing to sacrifice a portion of a historical area to try to identify or gain further clues of what it is. So if it's such a large structure, he's taking like 5% of it and saying, I'm willing to absolutely blow this away and take it out with big equipment, which they do bring in here and they start chucking huge rocks away out of here or it's junk. Right. That's that's what it comes down to. If it was repurposed as Indiana Laird, friend of the podcast said, perhaps indeed it was a structure and then almost filled in with these rocks. And he wants to get through the most recent repurposed layer to get to the hole under the hatch. So it is interesting, the urgency when we find Mi'kmaq pottery, the cessation in all the work. And when we find the redware, let's just keep going through. Love that word. Cessation. Good one. Yeah. Boys, we are going to start to wrap up now the penultimate episode in the war room. And quite frankly, it was my favorite part of the episode. And let me elaborate for a moment, would you? <laughs> Dr. Chris McFarlane joins again. Emma Culligan is there. They're talking about the uh And here we go. That pumpkin pie edged lead piece. A little harder token from lot five. Now, 
The laser ablation updates are available tonight from Dr. Chris McFarlane. And here's where I get to just kind of strut my stuff for a second because the good Dr. McFarlane does say the following. This piece, this lead barter token, and I quote, has a thick crust. You know what else has a thick crust? Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Scallops, boys, they don't have crust. Okay. <laughs> this confirms from the doctor this is a pumpkin pie shaped thing with a No, he says he does not say it's pumpkin pie shaped. Well, no, this he's talking about the layer on he's talking about the layer on it. What it is some Billy's looking at the this shape. whole treasure excursion <laughs> through dessert lenses. Just the dessert lenses. This was my favorite part of the episode. When he said it's pumpkin like a, a thick crust, it's my pumpkin pie is proven out. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's fine. It, it's pumpkin pie coin. That's what it'll be referred to from now on on the and podcast. Yes. This pumpkin pie has been down there. Not tens of years, right? Long time, hundreds. Yes, of years. The doctor does say that. That's a long time. Yes. Yeah, indeed. That's more than a couple. And interesting, isotopically. Yes. Two. Yes. The cross. What cross? Drayton's cross. Drayton's, Drayton's cross. From 2017, Mister Gary Drayton's cross has the same isotopic confirmation from southern france as the pumpkin pie yes shape token coin. Token. very cool token not a coin token i think i raised that question a couple episodes ago could be could the, could the pumpkin coin and the lead cross be from the same mine because their dates were similar and they're from the similar region so it, it, it turns out that they probably were from the same mine. Same Templars patch. Really good at hiding treasure, but these guys like have holes in their pockets. They're dropping yeah. everything that they bring with them. They drop Grade the cross, they drop Seriously. the barter token. A door handle from a ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cookie treasure crumbs. from Cookie oh, crumbs man. everywhere, guys. Uh, uh, how? Hey. What you're feeling here? I think we are, <clears throat> to me, yeah. steering into the stuff I love about Oak Island. Like I did feel for a while this season, there were some lulls, or at the very least, they were doing a lot of filler. You know, ten minutes yeah. of good content, the rest not. These last couple and where we're headed, I am very excited for next week. How about you guys? I'm very excited for the season finale. I hope it's. I'm expecting big things here. Are I you? think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we're gonna have lots of discoveries. Oh, yeah. there's gonna be all sorts of finds. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna. They're just saving the best for last. So. Doubting, doubting William. Yeah, Where are you? yeah. I am totally looking forward to whatever they're going to wrap up season ten. Two hands, fellas. Every digit, yep. if you got them all. Because the finale is called, and the hits keep coming. Yeah, they do. That's why I think it's going to be a big episode. The titles, and the hits keep coming. So I just want to say tonight was the penultimate. Yes. And we hope you keep coming back to listen to us here at the Oak Island podcast. We've been talking the curse of Oak Island. As my partner said, the penultimate 
episode and come on back next week we're dropping every monday we're gonna get this one in the books with our last episode for the curse of oak island of course season 10 episode 25 so stay with us we're gonna have one more episode for my partners mikey for billy i'm jer and we will catch you next time on the oak island podcast